Who cares? This is the Carson's Court Show. Google Podcast, our podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the podcast app, Eco Spotify, Eco Overcast. We're live on the Spoon app. This is Carson's Court. Where the scales always tip in favor of sports. We're live on a Thursday in Virginia Beach. Beautiful Thursday outside. This is the Carson's Court Show. All right, we're live on the Spoon app, as I mentioned. And, you know, it's very interesting because, uh, you know, when I, when right after a college football national championship, you know, you always think, well, how does this affect recruiting for next year? Does Georgia get more than Alabama and so on? And this is what I have to say about that is I find things very interesting in, in college football recruiting, especially with this new 12-team playoffs. Uh, because, uh, you know, let me, uh, just say this, um, you know, originally you have, uh, in the SEC, what do you get? We play in national championships, Georgia, Alabama, right? The, the, the huge Alabama, uh, be coached under Nick Saban, massive brand in the big 10 or excuse me, in the ACC Clemson. Play in national championships. We send quarterbacks to the NFL. Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson has been in playoff games before. Clemson. Play in national championships. Get experienced. Go to the NFL. Big Ten. It was always, you know, go up against Michigan. Go up against Ohio State. Go up against Penn State. You know, go... Go to playoff games, Michigan, Ohio State especially. And and I always wondered, you know, what what is USC and and UCLA have? You know, what, what are they gonna say? Because just recently Utah really took off. A few years ago they were not as good as they are now. So what what you know, go up against Oregon? You know what I mean? So I felt like USC, UCLA really dominated the West, not so much the East. So with this uh, transition into uh, where they are now going into the uh, Big Ten, I feel like it's a lot different uh, with USC. I think it will benefit USC and UCLA. I was thinking about this the other day. Imagine, you know, when you look at the uh, Big Ten weather-wise, Penn State, a lot of snow. Michigan, cold, lots of snow. Ohio State, cold, lots of snow. And and that's the, but the pro to that is you get Michigan, you get to play Michigan every year, most years. Penn State, you know, you'll go to playoff games, you play Alabama, you play a lot of SEC teams without being in the SEC. And I feel like Georgia, I mean, I feel like uh, USC and UCLA, now that they're transitioning into the Big Ten, will feel, hey, come to sunny California, sunny in 65. You still get to play Michigan. You still get to play Ohio State. You still get to play Penn State, but you don't have to live in the snow. That's the difference. I think there's benefits. USC, UCLA, much more than most colleges, this transition. Texas and Texas A&M's transitioning to the SEC. Or at least Texas is. What are they going to say? It's sunny. 
Now they got to go up against Alabama and Georgia every year. Where, and Florida, where UCLA, USC, come live in the sunny California, Southern California, Los Angeles, and still experience Michigan, still experience Penn State, still experience Ohio State. I'm just saying I think it's a huge bet. I love recruiting in college football because I think things matter, right? ACC basketball, UNC, Duke, Final Fours. You want to play in a Final Four? Go to UNC and Duke. You want to play in a national championship? Go to Georgia. Go to to Alabama. And, and uh, you know, so recruiting is very interesting. I think it's a lot. Kentucky uh, uh, and Kansas and Duke and UNC in basketball, come play for us. We'll get you to a Final Four. So I feel like the UCLA-USC transitioning into the Big Ten is sunny California, still get to go up against Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, look, USC, Lincoln Riley now. Really, I like Lincoln Riley a lot. Big-time head coach. A big landing for USC last year. So you get a, a heck of a coach. You play in beautiful weather, and you still get Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. And if you noticed, USC very close to making the playoffs. With this 12-team expansion that the college football has now, guarantee you USC will be in it next year. So now you get to play in playoff games. Sunny California, go up against Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State every year. I mean, that sounds good. That's very, very, that's a big, big, big time for recruiting. I think USC, I think UCLA may get big when they go to the Big Ten in recruiting. I, I, you know, before, oh, it was, I mean, who would you rather coach by? Ryan Day or Lincoln Riley? So I think before you, USC, UCLA kind of had that disadvantage. Tough to compete against Georgia. Probably not going to make the playoffs. You know who do you get? A, who do you go up against most of the time? That's really good outside of UCLA, USC, Oregon. Well, SEC, UCLA. I mean SEC, Big Ten, Penn State. You get to go up against Ohio State. You get to go up against Michigan, but it's snowy. So now you get to coach under a really good coach, Lincoln Riley. You get to live in sunny California, and you still get to go up against Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. And with the weather, I mean, with the 12-team expansion, you get to play in a playoff game. I think this 12-team expansion benefits hugely for USC and UCLA. Very interesting stuff. All right, well, let's go into this. Let's get to some NFL here. Playoffs right around the corner. Day closer. NFL guesses here in about 10 minutes, maybe a little less on the Cars and Sports show. And uh, so, uh, you know, I was thinking a little bit about this. Uh, there's a very interesting matchup this weekend in the NFL, Jacksonville to the Chargers. Um, you know, the Trevor Lawrence, if you look at his career, never lost a game in high school, never lost one game in college. Smooth career. Goes to Jacksonville. You know, is a patient owner, not a really good coach. He has some ups and downs. Uh, uh, Urban Meyer, great college football coach, don't get me wrong, but not a really good NFL coach. 
Uh, you know, you have some ups and downs. They land Doug Peterson, great NFL coach, took Philadelphia to Super Bowl on a backup. And uh, and they tr- drafted really good defense. So now Jacksonville can stop teams. And uh, you obviously have a franchise quarterback. Drafted Trevor Lawrence's running back in college, Travis ATM. And uh, just a really stable franchise now. Uh, I, I think they found the coach of the future. And, it's, uh, and, and I think Jacksonville's good. Now look at the Chargers for a second. Justin Herbert, great arm, uh, not really great receivers yet. Uh, one really good one. The others probably would be a second or third on, an, on a really good football team. Uh, pretty good running back. I would take their running back. You know, I have questions. I've had it before. I still do. I have questions with Brand, Brandon Stanley, the head coach of the Chargers. So you, you don't get as much sustainability, right? And my point here is, you, I said this before, you got to be able to overcome stuff as a quarterback and a coach. And I, I, I said I didn't feel like Kiff Kingsbury did. I thought that's why he got fired from Arizona. You know, you got to be over it. You know, it was a weak division. Seattle got lucky. San Francisco is just athletic. But you got to be able to overcome stuff as a coach. Mike Tomlin, I said this example a couple of days ago, went to the playoffs on a player named Mason Rudolph and Duck. I mean, you got to be able to overcome stuff as a quarterback and coach. Uh, you know, as Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, not really known as a good offensive line, right? Carson uh, uh, got hurt a lot when he was with the Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, it's just you you have to overcome stuff as a quarterback. Now, I think Cincinnati's better run, but you got to be able to overcome stuff as a quarterback. I feel like Trevor Lawrence, and what do we know? There's four or five really good franchises in football. The Steelers, the Chiefs, a 49ers, Cowboys, maybe Patriots. Uh, but I think they were riding the Brady era for a while. We'll see what they look like in the next two or three years. And, and, and that's it. 49ers, historically really good franchise. They build around you, have good receivers, good defense, good uh, running back, good offensive line, good defensive line. Pittsburgh historically, you know, they went through three coaches in the last since the 60s. Uh, historically, not so much this year. They're, it's young, but historically, a really good offensive line. You know, quarterbacks love to play there. Uh, uh, ben Roethlisberger, a very successful quarterback. Put him in Houston, see what he looks like. I mean, there's four or five really elite franchises. That's it. And I feel like and Jacksonville and the Chargers, far from it. And so the fact that Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert overcame that, still got to the playoffs, you know, that's just, I think it's amazing. I don't trust Brandon Stanley as the Chargers head coach. Uh, and and if, if something happens, I mean, we'll see. I don't trust him. Doug Peterson, Jacksonville is on his way. I still think they could use more receivers, but Jacksonville is on his way. And, and you know... Kansas City, Pittsburgh, 49ers, Cowboys, maybe the Patriots. That's it. Dan Marino with the Dolphins, put him in Pittsburgh. Put And I've said this before. If you put Dan Marino in Pittsburgh, you think he would win Super Bowls? You know, I don't, you know, I think he would. I think more than likely good receivers, but he went to Miami. Not a great organization. I'm just saying, Jacksonville, Chargers, not a great 
organization, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert overcame that, still got to the playoffs. And it's very lucky. I mean, it's very interesting because I think that Jacksonville probably will win the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl before uh, Trevor Lawrence retires. Overcoming stuff. So it is interesting, but, uh, you know, you got to be able to overcome stuff. Uh, and I think just, uh, Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow, all three didn't go to the greatest organizations. They're all three in the playoffs. All right. Um, well, uh, coming up here on the college course, as I mentioned, NFL guesses. That's coming up here. Um, and uh, there's just some interesting stuff I, I thought I would talk about in the NBA. That's all coming up because people are buying into the New Orleans Pelicans. They are what they are. They're very, they have a very low ceiling. I'll explain next. Um, let me tell you real quick about creative music entertainment. Uh, lessons and classes, they do music. They do voice, piano, guitar, brass, ukulele, violin, and songwriting. They do arts. They do drawing and painting, acting and public speaking. They do languages. They do Japanese, Korean, Italian, French, and seven more. Services, life coaching, DJing services, and more. Upgrade. Interest for life. Voice, piano, guitar, ukulele, brass, violin. Nine different languages are available, as well as painting and drawing, acting and public speaking, health and nutrition for all ages, individuals and groups, in person, online, or in your home. They have extremely affordable prices. Uh, you can't beat that. I mean, think about that. Discounts are available, too. So you have discounts plus extremely affordable prices. You can't beat that. For more information, uh, please call 757-236-2609. That was 757-236-2609. Or visit them at www.creativemusicva.net. That was www.creativemusicva.net. Creative Music and Entertainment, truly a great company. All right, the other thing I have, uh, and, you know, I, I used to, I did this uh, when the NFL season started. Then I did it after Thanksgiving, and I'm going to do it again for the final time. Well, I might do one more after the Super Bowl, but these are my top, coming up here in seven minutes, these are my top five biggest NFL takes from what I saw you know, week 16, 17, 18, uh, and that's coming up too. So uh, why I don't buy into the Pelicans, NFL guesses, NFL takes. A lot of stuff today. Uh, that's all coming up on the Carson's Court Show. It is the Carson's Court Show on a beautiful, sunny day here in Virginia Beach. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Talk about the Carson's Court Show. Final podcast of the day still to come. Um, New Orleans Pelicans, why I don't buy into them. A lot of people are. I, I don't get it. That's coming up. Uh, also, um, in t- uh, my top five NFL takes, there's, there's some good ones. That's coming up here on the Carson's Court Show here in a couple minutes. But let me do this. I'm going to give you my NFL guesses for wild card weekend. There's a lot of good games. I have three teams on upset alert. Outs- and with those three teams, I only have one team that are on upset alert, winning. So two, I think, lose. Here we go. Uh, let's start off with the Seahawks and 49ers. None of these teams are on upset alert. I like San Francisco in this game a lot. I'm going to take the 49ers over the Seahawks. 
34-17. I think they outplay him. I think they outcoach him. You know, you're going to feel like it'll be a lot more of a, a, a win than that. But I think Seattle wins this game. I think the Seahawks offense keep them in this game. But I think essentially the 49ers beat the Seahawks 34-17. We'll go right in order here. Saturday night, Jacksonville uh, and the Chargers. This was the game I had. In fact, I'm putting the Chargers on upset alert. I think they win, but I'm putting the Chargers on upset alert because I think this is a nail-biter game. I don't feel like anyone gets outplayed here. I think this is a very good game, prime-time game, excellent game. I'm going to take... And and I'm going to take the Chargers over the Jaguars, but the Chargers should be on upset alert. Keep that in mind. Uh, but I'm taking the Chargers over the Jaguars, 17-14, low-scoring game. Chargers on upset alert, but I think they find out how to win. Um, Dolphins and Bills. This is, I think, Tua's not playing. Teddy Bridgewater isn't playing. Dolphins announced yesterday they're going with their third-string quarterback. That's a problem. Uh, I think that the Bills dominate the Dolphins big time. I like the Dol- Bills over the Dolphins, 38-14. I don't think they figure out how to win. I think the Dolphins get lost quickly with this Bills defense. I like the Bills big time over the Dolphins, 38-14. Moving on to a pretty good game. Uh, and and, and I, uh, I'm going to Giants at Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings need to be need to be on upset of it. I uh, I I said yesterday. I said this whole week. I like the Giants over the Vikings. A, uh, I've said this before. Uh, the Vikings just I don't know. I don't love them in the playoffs. Giants well rested. Uh, they did not start their starters last week. Minnesota did. Giants well rested. Giants can control the clock and Kirk Cousins doesn't do well primetime games. So I like the Giants. I think the Vikings on upset alert. I think the Vikings lose this game. I'm picking the Giants over the Minnesota Vikings 17-14 to 14 on a game-winning drive. Giants beat the Vikings at Minnesota 17-14 and advance to the next round. They can control the clock. They're well-rested. And the Vikings and Kirk Cousins do not do well primetime. I like the Giants over the Vikings, 17-14. Moving on to Sunday night, this is a good game, uh, as it would be great if Lamar Jackson played, but it doesn't look like he will. Uh, uh, Ravens at Bengals, uh, and I'm going to take the Bengals here. I like the Bengals, 28-14. I think it's a very low-scoring game. I think defenses play a big role into it, but Cincinnati's offense is just explosive. They're doing something right. They're on a right drive. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. Over the, uh, I'm going to take the Bengals over the Ravens, 28-14, Cincinnati wins this game. Moving on to the my final pick here, Cowboys at Tampa Bay. Dallas is favorites. I think Cowboys need to be on upset alert, but I think they win. Um, uh, I think the Cowboys beat Tampa Bay, but I think it's going to be close enough that the Cowboys need to be on upset alert. I like the Cowboys over the Buccaneers. 24-21, Dallas wins this game. So there you go. I just don't think Tampa Bay has that offensive punch. I don't think Brady's playing as well. Uh, they can't run. Tampa Bay cannot run. So all that goes into Dallas. You know, I think they win. So my three teams that are an upset alert, I, out of those three, I only have one 
losing. So that's decent. That was better than last year. Last year I had three, and I think I only had one winning. So out of all the, out of the three teams that are on upset alert, only one loses. Chargers, Vikings, Dallas. The only one that loses is Minnesota, I think. All right. Uh, coming up here, Pelicans. You know, I, I have thought about it. I just don't know why people believe this about the New Orleans Pelicans. That's next. Also, my uh, top five biggest NFL takeaways post-Thanksgiving. That's next on the Carson Court Show. I'll do it again right after the Super Bowl. It's the Carson Court Show. Beautiful. Thursday in Virginia Beach. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Cars Court Show. Final podcast of the day. Um, all right. Let's do the Pelicans first. Uh, we'll save my top five takeaways for last. So people love the Pelicans and uh, the New Orleans Pelicans NBA team. And, and you know, this is what they are. They start out really good. They might go to midseason really good. But, on, uh, you know, the Lakers are the same way. Um, I don't know if there's another team. I guess you could argue Miami if Jimmy Butler would get hurt. But it's the same thing every day, every year, too. Lakers are really good when AD is healthy. The Heat are really good when Jimmy Butler's healthy. The Nets, and this is another team, really good when Kevin Durant stays healthy. He has trouble. And Kyrie Irving is not suspended. That's a problem. And finally, the Pelicans are really good when Zion Wilson is healthy. And he has... He's worse than Anthony Davis, and and everyone talks about Anthony Davis. He big, big, you know, very tall. Has when he falls out, he falls hard. Can't really stay healthy. And I'm saying, yeah, that's true. But look at Zion, you know, kid from Duke, very promising, um, good defender. I'll give him that. Really good inside the paint. Great dunker. Pelicans are good. Young, they can shoot, they can defend. Rebounding is not a problem. But the problem with the Pelicans is they build around Zion, not Brandon Ingram. They build around Zion. So when the team, Lakers did the same thing, built around AD. Nets do the same thing, built around uh, Kevin Durant. That's great. You can build around a player. But look at the NFL. Cincinnati builds around Joe Burrow. He hasn't got hurt yet this season. Uh, Jacksonville, build around Trevor Lawrence. In his career, he hasn't got hurt. Bills, build around Josh Allen. That's great. He hasn't got hurt this year. Uh, when you build around a player that is extremely injury-prone, Lakers do it against Anthony Davis. Nets do it with Kevin Durant. Pelicans do it with Zion Wilson. And when they get hurt, when that player gets hurt, it's over. Uh... You know, the Pelicans, yeah, they can still shoot. They can still score, but they don't have the rebounding. They don't have the defender. Yeah, Lakers, great team when AD's healthy. But what happens when he gets hurt? They, they're not as big. You know, they can play bully ball when, when AD's healthy. But when he's not, they're smaller. Golden State would be bigger. Clippers are better. I mean, that's what you get. But when you build around a player that almost never gets hurt, Milwaukee, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Cincinnati, I mean, uh, uh, the Celtics, uh, Jason Tatum never gets hurt. Those two teams are excellent, elite. Clippers, I've seen it happen a few times, but, you know, 
he, Kawhi Leonard doesn't really get hurt. Playoff contenders. Dallas. They just need another superstar, but they kind of build around Luka. Never gets hurt. Playoff contenders. So, I mean, you know, you can build around players all you want. This is my concern with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers is I'm saying the Packers build around Aaron Rodgers. When he gets hurt, you expect Love to do this? Dolphins build around Tua. He's in concussion protocol for half the season. Dolphins are a seventh seed, huge under, probably the biggest underdog of the weekend. So, you know, if I'm not if I'm the Pelicans, I would build more around Brandon Ingram, good shooter, stays healthy, and not Zion Rosen. So my takeaway here is, yeah, the Pelicans are a great midseason team. But as you get later in the year, and the NBA season is long, we see this with baseball. Players get hurt. Players get hurt. When Zion Wilson gets hurt, the Pelicans will start to fall. I don't buy into the Pelicans. All right. NFL takeaways. Post-Thanksgiving, let me start at number five. I have five big ones. Number five, two years, the Steelers are AFC championships contenders. You know, I've said this before. I said you, the Patriots, I don't see a lot of growth with uh, – I don't see a lot of growth of their quarterback. Can't think of his name right. Mac Jones. But when 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 he gets outplayed and almost loses his job to a rookie quarterback from the fourth round, uh, uh, Zappy, we have a problem. I don't I don't buy into New England. Uh, but the Steelers and Jets. Zach Wilson drafted him second overall, biggest bust of that draft. Doesn't improve. Uh, so you know. I, I, the Steelers, I see, I've already seen improvement with Kenny Pickett. I can't wait to see what he looks like week one. Steelers in two or three years are on the same level as the Chiefs and Bengals. Number four, the Giants are better than you think. Uh, I've said this before, you know, could they use an upgraded quarterback? Absolutely. But I think they got the right coach. I think they got the right running back. It's somewhat of a weak division. DC, you, you know, they're a you might think the only quarterback away. They could use a lot more talent on offense, I think. And and Chase uh, Young gets hurt every year. Got to keep him healthy. Philadelphia, we'll see what they look like. Uh, I, I I think Philadelphia is probably the best team in that division. And Dallas, what I what did I just say? Build around wrong people. You know, Dak Prescott gets hurt every year. Quit building around him. So and and then and then I think I think the Giants have a great running game. I think they nailed the coach. Uh, obviously, they could use an, they could use an upgraded quarterback, but why? He got him to the playoffs, and a, this year it was a really tight divisional race. The defense is, is, I think, good. I think they go to Minnesota. I think they get the win this weekend. I'm not saying the, you know, I think then then they would go to Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia beats them next week, but I think this weekend against Minnesota they get the win. Number four, the Giants are better than you think. I've said this. Mid-season, I said, keep your eye on the 49ers. I said, I think they're Super Bowl contenders. And I said, I think they're flying under the radar big time. And now I feel like people notice the 49ers. I think the Giants are now flying under the radar. I'm not saying that, you know, they're going to beat Philadelphia in the next week. But what I am saying is, is I think they beat the Giants this weekend. I think they're really, they're probably the most under-the-radar team in the playoffs. Keep your eye on the Giants, number four. Number three. San Francisco is going to the Super Bowl. I don't have a doubt. Um, I think they go to Philly. I think they get the win in the NFC Championship game. I think they steamroll Seattle this week. I don't even think it's close. 
I think the scoreboard will be closer than the, I said. I I think they win by what probably two three touchdowns. I think the scoreboard is. I think that's closer than the actual game. I think Seattle and I like Pete Kill. I'm a big supporter of Pete Kill, but I think they get out coached now. Played this weekend majorly by Seattle. I mean by San Francisco. Uh the San Francisco's biggest threat is Seattle and and I mean excuse me Philadelphia and a lot of you saying well you know Jimmy Garoppolo's out well two or three four weeks ago there was they reported that he might come back for the divisional game. If that happens with those weapons and that defense, San Francisco is really good. Number three, the 49ers get to the Super Bowl this year. Number two, and this is interesting, I think Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan. And and I think that either Denver or Arizona or I think one of those teams offer him a huge contract, one that Michigan will not match, and I think he leaves. Every year we have this conversation with Jim Harper. Will he leave? Won't he leave? Will he leave? Won't he leave? And I got news for you. Michigan is going to take a substantial hit to the recruiting because I think the USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten will make a massive recruiting upgrade. I think Ohio State and Penn State aren't going anywhere. I saw that freshman QB for Penn State at Leet. Uh, so I think the Big Ten is getting much tougher, much tougher. I think he leaves when he can. I think I think Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan this year and either goes to Denver or Arizona. Potentially the Rams if Sean McVay leaves, but there you go. Very interesting stuff. And number one, Jacksonville wins a Super Bowl in the next 10 years, this decade. Uh, I said this before, Jacksonville. Now, Buffalo, I think, wins, but I think uh, wins a Super Bowl in the next two years, but everyone says that. They're the Dodgers of baseball. These are takes that I, I think Jacksonville, I think they're closer than the Chargers, although I, 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 because I think they got the right coach. I'm not sure Brandon Stanley's the right coach for the Chargers. I think Jacksonville, Doug Peterson, and if Doug Peterson can win a Super Bowl on the backup with a good supporting unit, wait two or three years. I think Jacksonville wins a Super Bowl this decade. So there you go. Again, five, the Steelers are AFC ch- championship contenders in two years. Four, the Giants are better than you think. Three, 49ers go to the Super Bowl this year. Two, Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan. I think he goes, I think Denver outbids Michigan, and I think he goes to the, either the Broncos or potentially the Cardinals. My pick would be Denver. I think they're a better organization. I think they're better run, and I think they're more, I think they're closer to the Super Bowl. And uh, one, the Jaguars win a Super Bowl in the next four years. I would even say five. I mean, they're really close. And, and you know, Cincinnati's not going anywhere. I just don't think the Chargers are that well run. Uh, the Chiefs, I the, you got to remember, and I was wrong about them this year. I thought I thought there would be no way they would be the number one seed. Patrick Mahomes deserves credit. He deserves MVP. I'm not, just, I'm not arguing that. But you got to remember, Travis Kelsey is getting up there. That would be another major weapon. And Kansas City, I don't think they can draft wide receivers as well as Pittsburgh. So Kansas City is going to go through a few years where they don't have any weapons in about four years, five years. And I think that opens a massive window for Jacksonville. So there you go. My big takeaways post thanks well, really post the season. And I'll do another one. This was from Thanksgiving to now. I'll do another one uh, after the Super Bowl. And then, uh, you know, a lot could happen between now and then. 
All right, it's the Carson's Court Show. We'll be live on the Spoon app again tomorrow around 12.30. Make sure you listen to it. It's going to be, tomorrow's going to be a good show. A lot of playoff talk tomorrow. If your team's in the playoffs, you want to hear tomorrow's show. Uh, thank you for listening to the Carson's Court Show today. Final time, we are live in Virginia Beach. Uh, have a great day, everyone. We will talk tomorrow. It is the Carson's Court Show.